um, the within Gyanin Shirsindu's Gatha, he states that um, prior to uh, Guru Gobind Singh having Baba Ji Singh as their eldest son, the mothers made a, a plea and a request to the Guru in order to have sons that would be great, great warriors. At that point, Sri Guru Gobind Singh created the Akal Asthwani. And they, one of the things they said to Mata Sundariji was to recite the Akal Asthwani every day and listen to it as much as they could. Because within that, there was the Sudhasavanians as well. But that Bani was to be read in order to give birth to a great warrior son in the name of Baba Jitsangi. So that's one of the Atankas that this show, this was written for Mata Sundariji initially and for the Sangat, but really it was there for, to provide uh, you know, Baba Jitsangi the uh, abilities that they had, the valor in war, the bravery, the strength, and that they had no attachment to this world and they were willing to um, give that um, martyrdom and Shihidi at Chamkosan. The second Ratanaka that you'll find within all of the uh, Sampraday uh, Granths is um, when Sri Gurdjie Singhji's father, Sri Gurdjie went towards Dukk. So they went towards West India. They stayed with a, a Raja there. And they did, you know, they helped, assisted them when they were in trouble. And Guru uh, Guru Tegh said to them that we'll give you a boon. The boon is that you'll end up having a son. We won't, we won't see them, but you'll have, end up having an heir to your throne who will be there. But one of the things that he will have is a, a birthmark upon his head where there will be a little small little bowl flap from their hair grows up. Uh, this individual was Raja Ratanai. Raja Ratanai, later on, his father passed away and he was given the good deed. He was still of a young age. And he asked his mother once and, and asked why he had a, a bowl you know, within his head and asked whether he had been dropped as a child or something had happened or he'd hit himself or whatnot. And his mother, who was the Maharani at the time, explained, obviously, that he was born according to the hukum of Sri Guru Dev Bahadurji. And because of that, they said that you'll know that this is uh, an indication that we have bestowed this child upon your family due to the birthright. At that point, Raja Ratanai came, uh, you know, wanted to do darshan of Sri Guru Dev but was advised by the Maharani that Sri Guru Tegh Bahadurji had gone to Sashkand because of what Aurangzeb had committed as an atrocity. And Sri Guru Gobind Singh Ji now sat on the Gaddi of the Guru. Raja Ratan Rai then leaves uh, you know, his um, residency with lots of wealth, with the Prasadhi Hatha, with the Panchkala Shastar, and goes and sees Guru Gobind When he meets Guru Gobind Singh Ji, he provides them with with these things. So the Panchkala Shastra, which was a Shastra that had five, five different types of weapons with it. The Pushadi Hatha, Hati, which was an elephant that used to do Maharaj's jaw side every day and used to uh, wash Guru Gobind Singh's feet so they would get the water and wash the feet of Guru Gobind Singh. When Raja Ratanai went to see Guru Gobind Singh, he handed these things. Guru Gobind Singh then gave him this, you know, of the sensory services to the Sumatana to basically break his attachment from the world, to break his attachment from um, wealth, from Maya, from um, pride, and to be a just ruler. 
and that's what Sylvia Robinson did. So that's the second mechanical that you get for for this um, for this Barney itself. But the Barney itself mentions hypocrisies, charlatans, money, the mention of death. That death is at any point, and you can go. Um, you know, what is the use of having these armies, lavish money, and temples and things like that? And Guru Gormson is driving dispassionate within the Sikhs because the Sikhs would realize that everything is here for any fleeting moment and you could go anytime. Um, the Kavis all mention and agree that this Barney was uttered, not three point or so. So that's, um, that's the third Barney, that's um, the Serena. The fourth Barney that we read in one. Is the Sri Chopra sign, which comes from the Sri Chitra With regards to the reciting of the Bani, there are discrepancies within the Sampadas on where you commence your read, uh, recitation of the Bani and where you end. You know, um, if you pick up the Gurkhas of the Nahans, you'll find the, the Bani of the Sri Chopra site. Sahib starts at Mark Alji Kisan If you pick up uh, the uh, Gurkhas from the other Sampradas, you'll find that they read from Punna Chaskakata Sisa. And then you've got modern day Sikhs uh, who will recite it from Hamrikuru Hadderacha. So there is a big discrepancy now on where this is commenced from. The Bani itself um, is for the protection of an individual. It is considered to be a coverage. It's considered to be a shield or armament. And it was written by Sri Guru Gobind Singh Within the Bansavri Nama, Pai Kirsa Singh Shibra writes, um, he writes, Dekho Bachan Bicharke, Jo Satguru Rasni Akhil, Agge Karo Bicharle, Satguru Ki Sakhi, Chaupai, Hamare Dussabai Tamukaho, here he states by basically he is stating by uttering this bani and that the guru has given this bani to the Sikhs and told them that if they are to recite this and they will be provided every type of protection. And you can see why, especially with the Mojave of uh, 1984 and places like that, and the the jobs that were done during the India India Pakistan wars, India China wars, um, you know, it was the recitation, constant recitation of the Sri Chal Pesai that was done. <coughs> you know, by Kishore by Singh continues and he says, "Apne sikadi ate sik." Sorry, he writes, "Apne sikadi ate sevakadi mangi hai the chair." So whatever type of protection you need or whatever you want, it's it's from there. It's from this bun, and this is why it is read, and that's why it's within your daily recital for every individual that this is to be read. It, you know, we also find the Sri Chalpa side within the Sidonas in the evening as well. And that's how important this Barney is that we read it twice a day. The Barney itself, the Atanika for it, um, comes from, obviously, like I said, it's written within the Sri Chitra It's within the last um, of the 404 tales, 405 tales that are written on the Sri Chitra And this is a 
of the Apanka here is that Swazimudu, who was a, de a demon, was um, obviously causing torment and turmoil on, upon the earth. Uh, Dulade, who was a princess, decided to fight against uh, this individual because her desire was to marry God. But Amantua said, if you are to beat this individual, then, then obviously I'll marry you. Um, obviously that wasn't going to happen. She was losing within battle. Uh, Paramatma saw um, how her valor within the battlefield and due to that assumed the form of the Sadhguru uh, that we find within the Sadhguru. And then it was at that point that Paramatma in the Sadhguru form defeated uh, Swaspeeders, took his head off. Um, and then uh, you get the Binti. So each of the bonds continues on. So Mahakal Jike Sadhguru Prasa Library So that's where the they had basically fallen and, and asked the assistance of Paramatma, which fell into the refuge. You know, where the other sample of the start there, Chalbe Sarah says, Punarachas Kankantasisa. So there it says that obviously Punamatama then within the sample of the form cut off the head of, of the um, uh, Rakesh, which is fast beaters. And then you get the next part of the Sri Chalbe Sarah where everybody else starts where. You get the Kavivaj and Binti chopping. So, what happens is after they've cut their head off, in the suburb of Dara, cut their head off, uh, the Rakesh, you get all the Devte coming down. All the Devte come down and pay um, their salutations to Paramatma in a Sargon form. And they're the ones that make the Binti. And Guru Gobind Singh is writing the Binti that's made by them. And so they, they state, Guru Gobind is writing from himself. Uh, in the same way, and saying that this is this is the the binti and the supplication that should be made for protection, because Brahmatma will come. So that's the the fourth fourth one that we read, and the fifth one that we read in the morning is the Sri Nansai. And the Sri Nansai, we've got a, a number of different um, a number of different atanas as well. But if you read the Sri Gurpatap Surj Prakash, it states to them that one day Sri Guru Avardas, you whilst going along, were sat upon the Gurgadi when a Siddha arrived. The Siddha basically paid, said he wanted to pay his salutations to the Guru since Gurnandivji were on the Gurgadi and hadn't decided to see the Guru. But obviously that time had elapsed. And now Sri Guru Avardas, you were upon the Gurgadi. So they had come into the presence of the Guru and felt blessed. But he went on to state his own spiritual journey, saying that he had won over many kings, he had made a lot of people his devotees, he had occult abilities and he could get hold of riches. But he could do all this, but even after doing that, he was unable to find any tranquility within his own mind. And he asked Siddhu Amadashi for another dish, a sermon, a sermon for some bliss. Uh, Guru Amadavasi basically states to him that he would have to give up his life as a Sid uh, and be reborn again and enter the lineage of the Guru where he would obtain this. So the Sid, because he had his abilities, was able to do that. He discarded his body and was born within the house of Baba Moriji, who was the son of Sri Guru Amadavasi. So he was, he was born again as the grandson of Sri Guru Amadavasi. And the Guru, upon seeing the newly born child, explained that this was a Sid who had arrived for this bliss. The Guru actually named this child Anand. 
And it was at that point that they created the Sri Anansai Park. The purpose of the Sri Anansai Park, like the Guru said to the Sid, was to allow for all desires to be completed and to bring about bliss for an individual. There is also a second Ratanika, um, but even Mahant Ganesha Singh and others don't agree with it. Uh, they believe, you know, it's, it's there as an Ratanika, but they don't personally choose to write it within their works. And that is that um, you get the uh, deity Ganesh. Ganesh comes in the presence of the Guru, and he was the one as the Sid. And he asked the, um, the Guru why it was that within the Sanatana Dharma, whenever any, anything is commenced, any sort of work is commenced, anything ends, any, any sort of religious functions occur, and the first deity that is invoked is Ganesh. And he asks why um, he is not invoked within the Sikh Pantra. So, and Guru Ramadashi uh, speaks to him and says, well, if you want to be invoked, you have to come in to the, to the lineage. And they state that Anandji was at the Nansaib is, uh, you know, the similar invocation that we use as Sikhs, because if we do any sort of path, any sort of puja, anything, we at least recite the first five body of the Sri Nansaib, the last body of the Nansaib, to close or open any any sort of worship or any sort of event we have. So we have two Atalikas. Um, interestingly, within the Sri Gopratap Surya Prakash, Kavisan Thorksonji states that uh, although the Anansai that we see in the Gurkhas comprises of 40 bodies, the Gurkhas states that only 38 of them were written by the third guru or uttered by the third guru. The 39th body is uh, supposedly written by the fourth guru, Siddhi Guru Ramadhan, and then the 40th body by Siddhi Guru Arjun Guruji. And uh, that's why, you know, most of the Pantha accepts that the whole of the writings was written by the third guru in the same way that. Uh, the Sloka Malanawa is, they believe, is written completely by Siddhartha Devi and not, and does not have a, a slope of Siddhartha in it. But if you read the last two Shabbat you know, you can make your own mind up by just seeing the chant or uh, the meters of the Shabbat and the, the way it flows compared to the last 38 points. And uh, yeah, so those are the five, the five Nithran bodies that we have to recite within the morning. Uh, and by said, you sorry to interrupt you. Um, some of the songs are saying that your voice is a little bit muffled. Um, yeah. Can, can you hear me now? Yeah. How close are you to your mic? Maybe I think you might be a bit too close or something. Yeah, I'm just, in. Oh, yeah, that's it. So I'm just moving my headphones away. So. Yeah, that's better now. That's better, Hundred Tika. Sorry. No problems. Um, so, yeah, so those are the five Barneys that we have on the side that are recited every morning. Um, in the evening, we have the Sodar, or the Reras, that we read now. Um, this, like I said, Pai Gurdashi uh, writes within the Vars that this was commenced by Siri Guru Nanak within the presence of the Sangatha Kartarpur, that this was to be read. The Reras that we read uh, every day now differs within sizes and compilations. Um, it was initially, like I said, written by Siri Guru Nanak amended by the fifth Guru, and then amended by the tenth guru. Reras is the evening prayer, and Reras is basically this is the righteous path, or this is the correct path that a person should adopt, and that's what this Barney is. It is 
basically a message of from all the all the different gurus on what is the correct method in order to become one with God or follow the path of spirituality. Um, we have, you know, uh, like I said, the Reras is differ within the different sampradas. You will find sometimes that the Reras starts with um, the Shavad Dukhidarusu which is also found within the Sri Asadima. Or the Sri, or you'll get um, which is again found within the Sri Asadima. Um, there are other sampradas, Nangsha uh, sampradas, Nahang sampradas, which will start with Pansokarit Kantan and Pandratanamas. So that's another one, another Shavad Sri Gunanduji. There's um, <clears throat> surprisingly, you'll find within some of the Rehras, you'll find um, at the commencement of it, after that one, um, there's a line that's in there, Kreem Dujakai Sameh Jamit Nemojai Eko Sameh Nanka Jajal Tarei Surprisingly, that second, that line comes in the Janamsakis, it's not even found within the Sri Guru but that's within the Sri Rehras. So we have, the Rehras is formerly, formerly known as the uh, Sordar, um, there are actually three different types of sodar within Gurbani. We find the first sodar within the 27th body of the Sri Jogtisau, um, and that was a recitation of the sodar in the presence of the Sids by Sri Gurunandiji. The second Rehras is a sodar, the second sodar is the one we have find within the Rehrasai, and this was the Ocharan done by Sri Gurunandiji in the presence of a Kalpurah Vahiguru. And the third sodar we find within Gujari Rag, and that was recited at Sultanpur after Bibinanaki asked what the presence of what Sachkhand was like. Can you describe Sachkhand? And then the third Reras was recited there. All three Rarasas are different uh, sodars are different. They all have different uh, different changes within um, the wording. So you'll find the letters change, or, or you'll find the onkars, the linkers uh, change slightly, but they are separate, and they all have their own different atalikas. Um, the Rera side, I'm just going to do a quick run through, has a number of shabbats, and they all have different atalikas, so we have, like I said, we start off with that, we have the Sordar, which is recited in the presence of a Karl Prokhavai, Sri The next shabbat we normally find is, uh, again, by Sri Gurunandirji, um, uh, this was actually an updish given again to Bibinaniki at Sultanpur when they asked about how big is permission. After the Sodar, Gujirag Sodar was recited to them, they asked about, tell us about what the Dalbar is, what, what Pramath was. And then this was recited to Bibinaniki, Sonvadaki Sabkoi. The next Shabbat is again by Sirigun Namvivji. Um, and that one is Um This was actually an Upadesh by Guru Nandirji to, to Mata Triptaji. And what happened was uh, Guru Nandirji had returned, uh, come back to Sultanpur, and obviously Baba Srichanji were there, Baba Lakhmi Dasji were there, Mata Salakhaniji were there. And what well, Mata Triptaji was trying to do was get Guru Maharajji to remain within the family to assist and help them. And asked, why don't they stop doing Prachar? Why don't they stop doing Bhakti? And uh, look after their family. And this was the Upadesh given by Sri Guru Nanak Ji then. 
Um, the next Shabbat is by the fourth Guru, Sri Guru Ramdasji, which is at Hadke Jansan Sapukha. So within that one, uh, this is actually a Barney. Uh, this Barney was done by the fourth Guru to explain what binti they did in the presence of the Guru once the Guru um, accepted them as a son-in-law for Bibi Paniji after Bibi Paniji said that they would want to get married to an individual uh, uh, by similar to Pajataji, which is the, uh, the fifth, uh, sorry, the fifth Guru recited the next Shabbat, uh, which was Kahirayamantitavedamjaahar uh, Hadiyopi. Which is a, it's an amazing show because it's actually broken down into two parts. The basically, Pai Gurdasi had returned from um, from Agra. They had come from Agra after realizing that Sri Guru Ramdasi had had uh, given a, uh, given up their Sarir and Jyoti Jyoti zone. They wanted to come and see the Guru. They found out that obviously the Guru was um, Sri Guru Arjan Devji. They made their way to Pipli Sangurdan, which is within. Uh, but this is where the Guru was staying because obviously their brothers Merban and Prithi Chandra had set up their own um, Gurgadis and they had most of the Sangat coming there. Pai Gurdasri arrived at this location and found that there was barely any food to eat. The, the Guru was eating uh, roti which was old or it wasn't cooked properly or there wasn't enough hakta. And because that Bhai Gurdashi within the Guru Pratap states that went out there and made people realize who the, the true Guru was, brought all the arms and all the um, the Langar, the Russian, so the food for the Langar that was going to the other places, back to Pipali science. So Guru, Guru Arjan Devji here given up this to Bhai Gurdashi. And they say, they say, you don't need to worry. We don't need to worry about food. We don't need to worry about these things coming within our Sangat, because even Maharaj looks after uh, every individual. They look after those little bacteria, those little creatures that are within within stones and rocks and provide them with food. Halfway through that same Shabbat, we get by Madhuji who arrives from uh, Kashmir, and then Guru, uh, Guru Arjun Deji changes the Upadesh halfway through that Shabbat to Pai Madhuji. But say, Mere Madhuji, Satsangat Munesatare, Goprasan Parampapai Sukhi Kasatare. So here the Guru is explaining, you know, um, how a person should be content. Uh, and, and that's the, the discourse going on through there. Uh, the next show is Sopurk. The Sopurk is uttered by the fourth Guru. And surprisingly, when you read the Soda that is written under the guidance of Chote Pasha, uh, within the Kartar Kulpir, this Shabad is not within the Soda portion of the Barney. But Sri Guru Gobind Singh within the Dumdami Bheed added this and stated that this was due to the Shabad being uttered by the by the fourth Guru in the presence of Paramatma. In Sanamokoke, so they were in the presence of Paramatma when they recited it. And it advised an individual how to do Venti, uh, how to do Ustat, how to do praise of the of the Paramatma. And that continues on to the next Shabbat, which is This is again the fourth Guru. And again, Guru Gobind Singh added this one to the Dambami Beard and the Dharma side. And again, it explains to a Sikh on how you should perform your Binti to Paramatma. 
then the following shovel is the following shovel is um good non-dirgis uh so good non-dirgis here are explaining to a sikh who has come in their presence on how an individual should save themselves from the worldly ocean from the worldly ocean that we all live in and that's why this is this Barney is within um this shovel is within the Sri and then the, the last one within the Surya Guru Sarji portion of the Soda you find is the um, Panjim Pasha's Shabbat Peiparap Manakadoria Gobind Malenki Ehetelimani where the Guru is explaining to an individual whoever recites or reads this Bani that this is the only goal in life you know you can think that you want to live here and do these worldly things but the only goal in life is to become one with with Paramatma, to not have to go through any of this again. Um, after that, within the Sri we find, according, if you have a look at um, different types of Eras, you'll find uh, the Chalpe Saibs, the Savanyas, the Chani Doras, you'll find all these, and the Sorata as well, of the uh, Dasambani by Sri Guru Singh that's there. Um, and that was written under the guidance of Bhagavan Singh for the Khalsa. Um, next is the Sri, uh, right, six, six body of the Sri Nansa, the first five body of the Sri Nansa, and the 40th body, which is the seal of the Sri Nansa. Um, they are found within the uh, Sri Nansa that we read every evening. Again, that's like I say, to the Atanika for the Chalpi Saib and the Anansa have been given earlier, therefore protection and therefore bliss. Therefore, uh, acquiring all that you require, um, you know, all that you request for, if it's done with a, a clear mind, clear conscious, and you are actually performing that, um, you know, that's uh, being the, in the presence of my book. And then the next Shabbat we have is the Mandavani. Mandavani is the seal that is within Sri Guran Sarji. Mandavani also means Bujarata, which is a riddle or a joke. Um, and this was added by Sri Guru Arjan Devji. It's used to seal the part. Um, and it also has a slope which goes with it. Here, with many Nithamrera um, says that you find in certain good care, this is where the Rana sends. Um, but within others, Sampradas, it continues on. With three other um, shabbats. The first one is Bori Tetusamrat. So, Arjun Devji's shabbat. And this is for to provide an individual with protection. Uh, the next one is Antar Guru Radhan. So, Arjun Devji here are providing an individual with uh, a discourse on internal disciplines on how to internally discipline your organs, whether they are your intrinsic or your abstract organs, but how to do that. And the last one, Maharaj closes the Bani off with Rakira Kanahara, Bhavani, Guruji, Pari, So again, they're asking for protection and closing that. And that's that's the makeup of the Sri Rera. So obviously it differs with regards to the Sri Das and Bani and things like that. But the Reras is essential within the Sikh psyche. Said by Gurdashi states that Bani should be read at three times, you know, so Amrita Villa, um, you know, in the evening, and it should be read at night. And this is affirmed with regards to the um, 
that had us by um, by Nanda Lalji, who were obviously a great poet of City Rules within their court. And he writes within his Tankarna book. He writes, Binarara Sama Jokova, Kitan Prayer Binarana Josova. So he's stating within there that a person should not waste the opportunity to recite the Sridharasa or the Kitan Sova. He 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 states that within the book. And the last the last of the Nithanabanis is Kitan Sova. And uh, you know, the Kitan Sova again. Uh, is considered essential by Pai Mani Singhji. But then the Gyanad Panavali, which was a Janam Saki that Pai Mani Singhji wrote on the life of Sri Gurunandhari, he writes, Sandhya Nure Rasa Padhyay, Fir Kirtan Gaviyay, Pahar Gai Rapa Sohila Padhyay. So, in this statement in there, you know, when it comes to the evening time, so that, so, Sandhya, they normally say about sunset time, you should read, you should read uh, the Sriyas, then you should perform Kirtan or sing Kirtan. When there is one Peharat, so the first Peharat goes, that's normally about nine o'clock, you should read the Sohila. So they state that within the Gyan Rukhunavani that an individual should do this. With regards to the Atanaka of the Sri Kirtan Sohila, it's actually written within um, chapter 48 of the Uttararad Sri Nanak Prakash, Uttararad portion of the Srinara Prakash. Um, Srinara Prakash is in two portions, Urbarad and Uttararad. Uh, within there, basically, it states that Pai Lanaji was massaging the feet of Sri when they saw, you know, the feet were muddy and there were scratches upon them. And they asked Gurunandirji why, or how this had occurred, because obviously they were in the presence of Sri constantly. Gurunandirji stated that, uh, you know, um, they were while they were resting. There was an individual who was grazing his co- goats in a field, and while he was grazing his goats, he was reciting the Kirtan Sola with complete contemplation and faith on Sri Gurunandaji. And Sri Gurunandaji states, because of that contemplation of faith, that the Guru actually goes uh, alongside and associates with that Sikh to listen to the Sri Kirtan Sola. And while they were doing that, the uh, the individual was walking through. A field where there were lots of thorns and thorns were going to his feet and the guru provided that protection instead of that individual feeling those thorns they obviously um, were felt on the feet of the guru by lenaji witnessing the injuries and the state of the feet of the guru asked for the time of the barney to be changed because he said if that was the case and people were sat in this barney during the day while they were doing things and if they were to get injured that would affect and afflict the guru so within the you know within the uh, it states that's why the uh Sola was then set for uh, the evenings, and from then on it was recited at night time, and that's obviously when Gurunandaji came back to Kripal, that was set there. Um, the Bani itself is has five five shabbats. There's not a lot uh, to say about it. First three shows are by Sri Gurunandaji. The first one is Jayakar Kirtakir. And this was recited uh, for the satsangat uh, and for a person to understand that satsangat is essential in order to move their spiritual um, you know, uh, path and go along that path. The second one was Shekhar 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 of this. And this was in essence to a, a question asked about the six shastras within Vedanta. Uh, Nyaya, uh, Mimansa, Purim Mimansa, 
um, Yorkshire and so on and so forth. So those, those are asked about. And then Guru Nandaji explained the details about the Shastras and the women Shekhar Shekhar Shivdis. And then the last show of the Sri Guru Nandaji is Gaganamantal, which is known as the Aarti. And this was performed at Sri Jagannath, at the temple um, of the Mandar of um, Vishnu there. All of these um, Shavads, if anybody has a look, will you'll find that throughout Sri Grand Sarji there are similar Shavads. So there's two Shavads, Jayakarti, Akhyakarta, Kahoi, Vichara. One is within the Sri Swahilasa, and the other one is found on Ang 157 of Sri Grand uh, there are small differences between the two. Chekar, Chekar, there's again that one is within Sri Sohila side, and then you'll find it on Ang 357 of Sri Guru Granth Sahib. Uh, and then the last one of Sri Guru Nandaji is like I said, you know, and, and the, the similar Shavad is found on Ang 663. Um, you know, there are very small differences. One says, uh, Nayavasa or says Namvasa, you know, within the Shavas, but they are different Shavas, different places or different Tankas. Um, the fourth uh, Shavad uh, within the Swedlasa was by Vasil Guru Namvasi, and um, they basically uh, speak to a farmer about um, doing Bhagavad of Brahmatma, and he explains that obviously. He's got a field, and these crows are pecking at stuff, and they're taking everything. At that point, Siri Guru Ramdasji creates Shabad, explaining that the intrinsic farmer is being destroyed by the birds, which are metaphors for the vices. So, Kamkara, the Nagabahupari, and they explain that all that. And it's for the individual to realize that inside, you know, you could be outwardly doing things, but internally, you're your vices are taking up uh, and being planted instead of Pagda. And the fifth guru then uh, gives a similar sort of updates to the Sikhs. Um, explaining the requirement and need for the Sangat, the Guru, um, the Sants, you know, that's what we want. And there again, you know, with the fourth uh, Guru Shavad, as a similar Shavad that Ang 179, the fifth Guru Shavad, there's a similar Ang. Uh, similar Shabbat on two and five. The reason why this Shabbat is recited is one, it's recited in the presence of the Guru. When you are supposed to be uh, uttering any Gurbani, you are actually having a conversation, a direct conversation with the Guru. The Nitanam is that you are having a conversation with Pramatma, with the Guru. Uh, and the Kirtan Surah is read at night in order to prevent the mind from wandering into vices during sleep. Uh, Gani Sansinger Muskeen explains there are 10 ways of committing sin. And, you know, with the mind, they are still sinful. So where uh, where nobody on the outwardly would know what sins you're committing, uh, Chitra Gupta, who are your scribes, are, are watching this. They'll, they'll scribe that down. So what that does is it provides that. It provides, um, you know, your mind from not wandering. And if, obviously, you leave this this body, this human body, during the night, at least the last thing you've done is a recited Gurbani. And it adds to the merit that's required. Um, you know, so that's, I know it's, I know it's, I don't know if it's too lengthy, but that's a breakthrough of the Nithilambani's, the importance of the Nithilambani's. 
the autonomous for the and bindings because it's I think it's important that individuals realize where the Shabbats took place, what's the purpose of the Shabbats, and why the Gurus have uh, placed those Shabbats within those bindings for you to recite, uh, for an individual to recite, and what that uh, provides upon the path of spiritual journey. So yes, that's that's the uh, talk. Um, if I can hand that back to the uh, moderators, please. Uh, and I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you. Or can you switch it up? Like doing the three bigger Barney first and finishing with upside swing and job side. If you can switch it up, are there any cons for doing to doing this? Um, I think I think there is a method. The reason why the gurus have placed them within that order is because even on an emotional journey, you should go through the order that it is so you you get the knowledge first in order to then do the salutations. And then from the salutations, you go from dispassionate. And once you get to a dispassionate stage, then you only ask Pramatma for protection. Because you don't need protection if you ain't, you're not dispassionate. If you, you, and then only after dispassionate uh, and protection, you realize, well, the, the only thing I can do is become one with Pramatma. So it's set in that method. It's set in that way. In the same way that if you read the Shabbat Swan to see that outside, there is, um, you know, there is a method to what we some of us would look at it and go, there is madness because this isn't in order. You could put all the first Guru Shabbos first and then the second ones. But basically, you should do it within the order there. And it's because it's changing your mind frame. And that's what it's doing. It's, it's giving you the knowledge, putting through salutations, then giving you dispassion. Then you're requesting protection because you've become so dispassionate that you need that protection and only Pramadman can do it. And then the last one is obviously you want bliss because you re- the realisation that it, there is nothing else. That's the reason why I'd say that it's in that order, because it's to place your your mindset through those um, emotions. Right, second one. Um, thank you for the, doing the talk. Uh, I always enjoy it. Can you discuss Panjaganti? I understand this was done as Nitnam, since there weren't Putti Sahibs. Since we have Puttis now, should we do a search part always? Thanks. Um, <clears throat> You can do, you know, Nithanam is essential. Whatever you want to do on top of your Nithanam is not an issue. So within some of the Sampradas, you still get uh, the Panjaganthis being done. So you, they'll do an additional Jabhati Sahib, Dakani Hunkar, Sukhumri Sahib, Asadivad, uh, Anand Sahib. So, you know, th- those those will be done. Uh, other additional Barnings are done. The Nantaris do a lot more Barnings. Um it's you know as long as your your nitnam is done, you know you can do as much as you want after that. But it is essential to do your nitnam, whatever happens. Now you look at the life of Santa Gandhi Guru Bhajan Singh. You when the Sikh said to them, "You've already done your nitnam. Why are you doing it again and again and again?" Because they used to perform it numerous times within the same day. So they do a job, you know, they perform all punch and then they'll do it again at some point later, and then they'll do it again. And Asanta Gandhi Guru Bhattacharya said, we are doing it for the days that we never did it in our previous lives. You know, so it depends on your shoulder, it depends on your time, if you can do it. Um, your Nithanam is essential. If you can do anything on top of that, it's it's, it's only good for your merit. Um, three, is Hankar ego seen as something real or is it just an illusion? Like you think, if there and what was stopping you I'm realizing God. Oh, it's 
is not considered an illusion. But within the Antishkaran, it's considered one of the facets of the mind. So you've got Manabuddhichitahang. So you've got the mind, you've got the consciousness, you've got the intellect, and you've got the ego. So it forms as part of those. It's, you know, it's where Gurunandivji start asking uh, Rai Balan and say, what is your essential form? And, you know, the man, bodhicittahang. If you consider the ego to be um, an illusion, well, so is the mind, so is the intellect, and so is your consciousness. Descartes, you know, where he writes that, um, you know, basically, I am, uh, you know, I think so, therefore I am. Uh, and that is, you know, um, the, the uh, modern thought on the concept of the mind and the individual. If I can think, therefore I am. However, says, So, further than this, there's something more, there's something more. Within the Tukum which is the intrinsic body, is real. The ego is real. Um, but it's it's not stopping my my answer is what is stopping you you can't put it down to ego it, it can it can come down to karma it can come down to all sorts um, but if if you want to do something like anybody does in life if they want to do something I would just push them themselves do it but it Everything is, is, I can understand where the person's come from. Is it an illusion? Yes, it is. But then everything else is an illusion as well. Um, and at the same time, it isn't an illusion because it comes and it's part of the mind. Um, and it's here while you are here. Right, okay, so the fourth question. Can you recommend techniques to make your mind completely focused when reciting Bani? First thing is Simran. Second thing is Seva. Uh, the third thing I'd say is Upashana, which is worship. But, you know, Bani's such as, um, you know, the Savinia and the Chopra, Saiva, essentially, in changing the mindset. But what I found, uh, techniques to make your mind completely focused when reciting Bani, is Gatha. Gatha is a massive thing. Kirtan is a massive thing. Kirtan invokes emotion within an individual, if recited correctly. If recited with the correct rags, if recited with passion, that can make a person dispassionate. The other thing is Gatha. You listen to the right Gathas of the right prasams. They can bring you Josh, they can bring you valor. They can bring you all these things. But um, that's what I would suggest to any individual. If you want to, you know, um, become more in tune with your bhakti, then that is what you need to do. You need to look at those sorts of techniques. Kirtan, Katha, Seva, Simran, um, you know, uh, Upashana. They're all essential. And that's what would help. Um, let's see, question five. What are the great techniques to wake up at Amrath Villa an alarm clock? first one um, go to sleep early um, but it all depends on your mental focus your mental focus is the first thing if you if you want to get up for something um, you will get up now I'm, I'm the same as everybody else if I want to get up at Umrathula, I'm, I'm a lazy git sometimes and I won't get up 
But I tell you what, if I've got to be at work at three in the morning, I always seem to get up. It depends on what your uh, push and desire is. And if you want that desire, um, like I said, your clock is the first thing. You know, that's what you need to get up. Your desire is the second thing. If you're finding it hard to do so, then start listening to the Katha. Start listening to, um, you know, the Saki of Raja Shivna with Sri Gurnandaji within um, Lanka, where in Ceylon, where they explain the merits of Amatvila. Start again, Guru Vachasindji Katha. Listen to that. Listen to those sorts of things. Listen to um, uh, the the, uh, the Katha, the great Pracharis out there. There's loads of Katha. We're putting loads up all the time, but that's the thing that you should do. Um, um, you know, and that sort of stuff. And that's the only technique. It's, it's about your mental process. Everybody is able to get to work on time. But if you say to everybody, right, wake up at this time to do your Amatvila, and do your nithanam, we all sort of become lapsed because we don't see a financial reward for it. We don't see a, a reward at the end of the week. It's about realizing what that reward is. Um, number six, Parvisha Sindhi gave a button that we shouldn't eat or drink anything before nithanam. But what if you need to drink water to clear your throat to recite nithanam? Yeah. Well, and no, so, like I said, I'd. I, you know, I wash my mouth out, I rinse my teeth, I have a shower, I do all that. But you don't eat or drink anything. They state within their their um, budgets that to eat um, anything, food, or drink water. To drink water is the same as drinking blood. And to consume food, consume food without doing anything is similar to eating meat. Um, you know, there's no merit in either. And it's just bad. So they say that you shouldn't drink anything. You know, if you want to beat the system, wake up three hours before you nithin to have a drink of water if, you're, if that's how bad your throat gets. But that I can only go with the words of what is said by people who are, who have reached that sort of spiritual discipline while I haven't. They say you can't. It's as simple as that. Um, seven, is there a precise time to recite their ass? Um there is, it isn't. It says Sunday. Sunday is after the sun sets, basically. So if you wake up, uh, if you are in, you know, one of these foreign countries like we are, where you you got daylight savings time and things change and the hours change, you do it basically when it comes to an evening time, at the end of set time. Um, you know, just don't do it too late. Just don't do it too early. That's all. Eight. If we eat food before Nithan, is this bad? And is it bad to eat food before job yourself or job yourself, job yourself? I'm only giving you what it says within the. But at the moment, it says you don't do it. You know, by this, I think says it. He says that the individual who eats is basically similar to an, an anti, basically say, an anti eat excrement. That's what they're saying. And like I said, listen to the Katha of Samgyal as they say you're not to do so because it is bad. Um, what's this? Right, um, if the first rag is Sirag, why is Soda recited in Asara? Doesn't that mean the first rag is Asara? It doesn't. Uh, as, you know, the rag starts at Sirag. That's when all the shabbos start. This 
is um, a Barney that's been put up by Gurunandoji to read. That's why those Barneys feature first. Because Gurunandoji's first show was, wasn't, you know, was in Sri Lanka. Uh, you know, that's Jalwal Kasmas Matkaga because that's in Sri Lanka. So, you know, it's not to do with anything like that. Gurunandoji said, when they go to Kartarpur, these are your essential Barneys that form Barty Nithanag. And that's why they feature before the dog section because they're your Barneys that should be read. Um, and it doesn't go against the <coughs> the rag it doesn't go against um, the the rag portion of the Granth. Sri Rag is still the first row. Um, what is the prefix for the Shaubin Kartar Nakirtaman? What is the English given to Gandhi's this about Vishnu? Uh, it's basically saying Guru Gobind is saying Bin Kartar, you gotta understand that. The epithets that we get, so the different names you get, like Govind, you get the different names of, um, let's see, Krishna or Ram or things like that. Um, so Govind or uh, Ishar or things like that, they all have a different reason. So Ishar is Brahm, Brahm becomes Jura, Maya, Maya, and uh, creates Ishar. Uh, and then you get Govind is the one who protects the world. Um, what they're saying is forget about those epithets but you know Pramisha's not the name of God is highest of all if you can promote the name of Paramatma who is just the Kartar who is Vahiguru Pramisha that is greater than all of the names so that's what that's about so it's about <clears throat> and is it about Vishnu it's about basically any name that is given um, for Paramatma but it's given according to an action. So it says, Kirtam now. Kirtam is an action performed. So Ranchor, you know, the one who left the battlefield, is used as an epithet for Krishan, is used as something for people to recite. The Modar, the Modar is a name for Paramatma, but it's also a name for Krishan. So what they're saying is, focus on uh, the, the name of Ram. So it says, there are four times of Ram, you know, so it says there's Ram who is the Sun, and there's also Ram who is the one who is within every space, every omnipresent position. And that's the one you focus on. And that's all that's saying. It's saying the, the focus upon the Nirgun Paramatma is greater than, you know, uh, Sargun Paramatma. That's what the same one. Um, I've heard that Harjojo Pokpo is not accepted as part of the RSY Pindritaksal and wasn't in the RSL originally. Why and when was it added? Um, I've not known that it's not accepted. Uh, like I said, Pindritaksal do recite the Harjojo Pokpo within the RSL. Uh, when and where was it added? Uh, the, the issue you have, like I said, with the RSL, they seem to differ according to the different Sampradas. And that's due to whoever's leading the Sampradas or what Pratan Karra or Pratan um, Gurke they find, uh, they go off that. Because obviously, the older the, the manuscripts or the older the testimony or the older, older something is, there's a bit of authenticity there. So that's how we, we get the differing within and in ourselves. Um, but I don't know who added it or why. But the why is. To be quite honest, 
I look at it, there's more good money there. You can't do anybody any harm. The problem is when you start cutting bits out, that's where you get the position of issues. What was the previous life of Sri Gurnambhiji? There wasn't one. It says, There was no previous avatar of Sri Gurnambhiji. Gurnambhiji, Paramatma, Paramatma, themselves, Barbara, and Paramatma. It says that they were the Antakala, you know, Paramatma. Uh, 13. Suppose it's past midnight and you haven't recited the Kirtan Surah. Are you then allowed to recite the Bani, or is it supposed to be done before midnight? Right. Simple question. <clears throat> Simple answer. A lot of individuals work which does not comprise or conform according to a normal day. You don't wait. Some people go to work at night, some people go to work whatever time. Kirtan Surah should be done before you go to sleep. However, if you're working a night shift, just do it any time. It is, but it's basically supposed to be done while you're... All good binding is supposed to be done while you're seated, and that was the story of the Atanika where the goat herder was going through the um, the fields at the time. Just don't be doing that. It's, you know, be seated, do your good binding, um, and recite it. I would never say to anybody that you should skip reciting good binding. Um, it should be performed no matter what. Um, so if you are not going to sleep and you're going to sleep late or you come back late, still perform it and go to sleep. Is it true that one gets kicked out of Sajkhand if they don't do that us? Does that mean Sajkhand is a physical place? No. Um, the realms of life after this are not physical domains because you don't take a physical body there. You take an intrinsic body there. Um... Yeah, the Saki is that the in the general Saki is Siddhartha wants to see the Son Samadhi, those individuals who remain silent but put Samadhi on, and they basically do their Bhakti in that manner. So when he is sent to do that, he passes a number of different individuals, quite similar to Dante's Inferno. Um, and then when he gets there, he sees the Son Samadhi outside of Sashkant. Because they don't recite their asa, their asa is recited within Panamata's Darbar, and they are asked to leave because who doesn't recite it and has to leave them. So that's a story that's found within the general psychics. Uh, 15. What is the best way to memorize a long Barney like an answer? Listening to it. I can bet you anybody can rattle off nearly a whole album of hip hop songs or whatever songs that they listen to constantly because they listen to them again and again and again. It is the same with Gurbani. You know, and it states it within the Jogti Sahib. That's why you have the four parties and the Swanin. Listening to all these things is essential, and it helps an individual to memorize anyone. Um, you know, that's the best way. The other, the other way I did things was you listen to things daily, and what you try to do is you write a line out. Of, of Gurbani, and you memorize it. You take two weeks reciting that same line, and then you add the next line to it the week after. So you're doing the two lines after that for another two weeks, and that's how you do it. You can do it that way if that helps you as a repetitive method. But the best method, I'd say, is listening to it and doing it from that, that way. 16. After doing Bhagavad I noticed that my karma girl went through the roof. How is this possible? When it's supposed to be the opposite. Well, collective thought isn't there and your focus isn't on 
um, Gurbani. If your focus is on Gurbani, it's a different thing. The other thing is, let's say, is uh, you know, this is why Katha, this is why Seva, these, this is why these things are essential to go with it. Um, you need to do these things. If you are sitting there, um, you know, it's, it's like when, uh, you know, here's an example. You get a lot of um, diet pills and diet shakes on the market. If I was to take a diet shake or a pill and I didn't lose my weight tomorrow, it's probably because I'm sat in front of the TV and not exercising and doing the right things at the same time. And it's the same with, with uh, Gurbani. You know, Gurbani is, um, Sikhi is a, a spiritual path, a journey, where Seva, Simran, Pogdi, Shakti, all these things are there. If you don't have any prim, you know, they say with love and devotion person to do that uh, they will find God you know you know if you do that for one moment with complete focus then you know the angels of death don't come for you so it's you know don't that's that question reads me somebody's blaming good money well, how is this possible when it's supposed to be the opposite. It is the opposite. It's your mindset. How is your focus on... It depends on your focus on your mind. depends on your mindset, because your mindset is already elsewhere. It may not allow uh, those you know, vices to get away from them. Find other methods first. Find your things, your kathas, your things like that, which puts you in a dispassionate state. And that will do it. Vices, unfortunately, are attached to every individual because we're all sinful individuals. Uh, and we, we need to do these things in order to get away from these vices. But an essential fact is it shouldn't be doing that. It will be to do with a person's bhakti themselves or the way they're doing the bani or their mind focus itself. Uh, 17, who are the Gupta-Shifik Chief Force? Unfortunately, uh, I can't answer that. I can't see them myself. They are Gupta. Uh, you know, if you read the Sri Gupta Prakash, Within the third rup is the Katha by Guru Gobind Singh explaining who the Shahids are, who the Gupta Forge is, where they can go, what their boundary limit is, what realms they can go into. Um, so it's, you know, if somebody wants to know more about it, I'd suggest listen, either listening to or reading that section of the Sri Gopal Pabshu uh, 18. Are we supposed to do Ardas after doing the Amrit Vilavanis and after Kirtan Sulasa? That's an interesting. I would always state that if you've got the opportunity to perform an Ardas, why don't you? Because within the Ardas, you are saying to Paramatma, I've done this in your in your presence. I've done this, I've done this Bani. And if I do any pull of Gulti Hogi, Guru Maka, I see the pull in the hardest, you know, other than the Guru, we're all pulling tomorrow. So, um, for that reason, if you can do it, it doesn't take anything away from you when you ask for any, any forgiveness for anything you've done uh, by accident. 19. Is the month Ganesha saying, Jabji Sautiga, you are doing similar to Muskinji's? Uh, right, the Mahanta Ganesha Singh's Jabji Sautika is very, uh, very basic, very straightforward. 
it's the one that's taught initially uh, to individuals who come within the numerous sampradas and things like that because it is very basic. And then you go on to the more in-depth katha later on once you understand the, the basic and uh, basic means. But yes, all of Mahendra Ganesha Singh's works are extremely basic for a numerous. Uh, Santam Puran Singh is very similar as well. Um, and I find it quite strange because then you get people like Sabu Gurdit Singh, Panditara Singh Lothan, and their writings are in great depth to the point that it's really hard to understand them. Well, yes, this speaker is it's very basic. It's not very long. It's about nearly about 90 pages, that sort of thing. And that's only because, obviously, I put a transliteration and a translation. So you can imagine how small it really is. Uh, 20. I'm not Amartari, but I feel guilty doing my nitnam as I still sin, cut my hair, eat meat. Would it be better if I wait till I become Amartari? A simple answer to that is you might not make it to become an Amartari. Your mindset might take you away or you might die tomorrow. It's better to do something now. That is the same as somebody going, you know, I am making this money, but I'm not, I, I don't feel that I, I actually uh, should get this money because the work that I'm doing is not to uh, not befitting to the company I work for. You're not going to turn around and go, I'll continue to do it until I feel I'm giving 100% effort and then you're paying. You won't do that. But my thing is, you do your buying. My, my father uh, cut his hair, you know, um, you know he, for years didn't wear the star. Uh, he took his own with the game at some point. But my dad, not for one day of his life, has stopped doing his nithinam, his reras, his sukhumri sahib. It didn't matter what situation he was in, whether he was stuck at an airport, stuck in a service station, stuck at work in the middle of the night, he continually did it. Um, so I would suggest to you, if you're doing it, you do it. If your body is, if your mind is telling you, actually, you know, I shouldn't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing that, then that's for you to address whether you still want to continue to do that. But good body is essential. Um, and I'd say, like, like I said to you, that's the, the sustenance for your soul. Uh, and it should be done. Next one. Um, what is the side of the Jabji side? Any Jabji side from the side Unfortunately, I've not got into the side as much as I should do. It's not something I've really been um, involved in. What I'd suggest to the individual who wants to know more about that is have a look at Gyani Gurvinder Singh Nangli's Katha, because he's doing Katha on the Sri Jabri side uh, within the Sarvagram. Um, there is Gyani Sukhchan Singh from the Pindri Duxal, he's doing Katha upon it as well. If you can have a look at that, that would be better for you. Where can we learn more about the Antishkaran that you mentioned? Is there any specific publication of yours? Uh, the the Antishkaran is mentioned within the Sri Jabri side. Uh, where it states, um, oh, I think, uh, yeah, that's it. It mentions um, basically in that line, the four individuals, mention, uh, the four things that are mentioned there are the Antiskaran. So the Antiskaran holds the, the mind, the intellect, the consciousness, and the ego, uh, this is the mind facet. Um, you can find more about it within any Vedanta Granth. You can find 
you just have to put it into Google uh, and write uh, Antishkaran, it will come up. Or Antakaran, as they write it within Sanskrit. Uh, it's all there. It's within the Vichar Chandra Odia Tika that I've written. It's within the Sujabji Sahib Tika that we've written. Um, so you'll find everything about the Antishkaran within those if you want to read it. Or otherwise, you don't have to pick up my books. It's on the internet. Uh, either Antakaran or Antishkaran. Write that in. You'll find everything in after we go on Amartari, is it necessary to add extra Bani to Nitna? Uh, as a Sikh, whether you're Amartari or not Amartari, your Nitna is essential. And I'm advising you as an individual who routinely doesn't do it or forgets it or too busy for it, then I have to sit there with guilt. The Nitna is essential. If you want to add extra Barnies to your daily Nitna, well, do so. There, there's nothing bad about it. That if you want to have a look at the Namtaris or the way they, they, they do their barnies, they have nine to ten barney in the morning with four or five in the evening. They, they add as much as they can do it, uh, which is fine. Uh, 24. Is it wrong to go back to sleep after my morning nitha? No, not at all. No, not an issue at all. Uh, it's, it's like doing anything. It's like I said to you, if you can get to work at time, as soon as you finish work, you come home and fall asleep before you eat your food or get anything done around the house, nothing wrong with it. It's how you need to support your body uh, and not be naked, it's fine. 25. How do I stop my mind wandering around when I'm reciting by? What are the some methods to quieten the mind? First method I used, um, because I remember Santagani uh, Harisindji telling me that the best way to stop your mind from, uh, from wandering was when you're reciting the Gurbani itself, is to focus on the arts, focus on the definitions. So you're saying in your mind, you know, Ikonkar, you know, you recite Ikonkar, but in your mind, you're saying it's one Purmatma, it's the illuminator of all these, this, this. And it's that, it's, it's joining your mind with what you're uttering from your mouth. Um, and, and that's the first method I would use to do that. Quieten your mind by control. This is where the Antichkaran, this is what it shows. You'll be reciting Gurbani through your consciousness, but your intellect will, and, and mind will have to be occupied, and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to occupy them with the arts and your consciousness with the Bani, and that's what you're doing. That's the easiest way to do so, and this is why it's important to learn the arts of Gurbani. It's important to learn the Uttanakas of Gurbani. So when you know the preface, as soon as you start reciting the with you're sitting there going, actually, this is Maharaj talking to her mother. This is what they said to her mother. This is what happened. Um, so your focus is still within that shabad, although you're focusing on both the arts and, and the shabad itself. Uh, 26. Uh, we started Katha on YouTube using something we wish to see, which I'm enjoying a lot, so thank you. But you haven't been able to yet complete it. I'm, I'm really good at not completing anything. So I was wondering if you stopped doing the Katha or delayed it. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the big thing was, one, I stopped the Katha because we never get time. I'm trying to focus on on Gurmatrichard, on Sikhism and Snippets podcast, I'm trying to make sure there's publications every two months. I've got three daughters to look after, and uh, I work nearly 12 hours a day uh, when I'm working. So at the moment, it's on hold. If we get back to it, we'll get back to it. Well, Maharaj, I'll be good booking. 27. Can you tell us about Hovind and what Barneys are read, please? Sorry if I'm off topic. There's nothing off topic. Um, so, 
the, the Havankans, the easiest thing to look at is the Udasis, the Nirmalas, and the Hungs, uh, and Nantha is focused upon, they do Havans and they focus on the Barnings that are done. Most of the Barnings that are performed with the Havans are the Dasan Barnings. So your Chandi Chirithas, uh, Chandi Divars, Ugar Dampis, uh, um, uh, those are performed. Um, with regards to timing and how they're done, I don't know. I've never performed them. I've seen them, but I've never been at them. Um, so the best thing to do is log on to these things, find, find the Nantha to talk to, and they'll tell you, approach them in the right way, and they'll tell you everything. There's no issues there. Tony, um, in podcast you did, you explained the meaning of Hare Krishna being something else. Could you explain it again? Okay. Within the Sri Krishna avatar, there is a yudh that takes place between Krishna and Karak Singh. Karak Singh defeats Krishna repeatedly, repeatedly, again and again and again uh, within battle. In the end, Karak Singh uh, gives his head um, and, and leaves the battlefield. And while he is departing for the heavens, he is the one that utters the term Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And what he is saying at the time is, this is a mantra the world will know because you have been defeated. Krishna he lost to me. Krishna lost repeatedly again and again and again. And that's what he recites there, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And Guru Guru says that is the, the meaning. Of, of that as well, that Hare Krishna has also used the term to state that he was defeated there. Um, I heard if the Antiskaran is ensured, then our Pugti is less fruitful. What does it mean for the Antiskaran to be sure? Uh, 37th body of Sri Japji Sahib. It talks about that. Um, it talks about basically cleansing, getting it together, uh, using. The whole of the 37th and 38th body, uh, especially 38th body, is very metaphorical. Um, and it talks about how to use your anvil, make this, uh, you know, the tuxal is a mint. So you get your antiskar and you clean it, you do this. The best thing to do is, um, it's like eating food off a plate that's not cleaned. So you're going to get, you know, you're, you're not going to get the rust totally. Uh, Gurbani states that we should clean the mind. It says, You know, so it says that you've got the the mind is dirty or the understanding is dirty. Well, do your bhakti. That cleans it. That is the sabbat for it. Once you do that, and, and that's what bhakti is basically. It's, it's cleansing. Um, your bhakti is always fruitful. The merit is based upon your mindset, your faith. Uh, the belief, uh, and also what you're doing it for. Some people do nishkam bhakti where they don't want any desires. They they gain more fruit and merit. Uh, are we now? Um, 30. In the Uttiskaran, you mentioned it consists of the mind, ego, consciousness, and intellect. Are they separate, independent from each other, rather than dependent, like intellect coming forth from the mind? Thought process. They are separate to each other. Uh, within the Moksha, gosh, and the 
Yeah, it's the most wonderful crush. And the Bavra Sam states that and the uh the Nadak. So the writings by uh Singh, he states that they can all be enveloped and taken over by Bhagavad, but they are separate. You can have the mind does a separate thing to the ego, the ego does separate things to the consciousness. They all do very separate separate facets, but they're all facets of the same thing. It's similar to when you're trying to explain the concept of a car. The car, the car has pedals, gears, lights, all sorts, but they're all part of the same thing. They are separate and independent at the same point, but they are all part of the same mechanism. And that's the easiest way to explain it. But like I said, there's loads of, especially if you look into Vedanta, you'll find lots of stuff on the Antishkarnik explaining it. The Vichara Saga explains it, the Morkshwabdha explains a lot of it as well. Uh, 31. I previously used to do Siva out of pure devotion and love, just because it satisfied me. But ever since I've learned about the various benefits from that one gets from doing Siva, I've become greedy for more fun. Seek says that Gyan is important and insists on one's Jeeva. But here it is Gyan that is actually uh, being a hindrance. How do I go back to doing Siva without desire? Gyan isn't a hindrance. What? There's two two types of things. There's there's gyan, which is uh, I can pick up two types of book today. I can pick up some Yanigalabhasinji book and uh, their katha and listen to their uh, sorry read their steeds. And the merit that's gained is it will bring one person towards God. And then at the same time, I can pick up um, let's see Richard Dawkins' book or Nietzsche's book on uh, nihilism. It will take me away from God. It's about applying that knowledge in a correct manner. Um, knowledge isn't a hindrance. It says, Gurbani says, Gyanan Jan Gurdi Agyana and Virvanas. And then it says the next time, Harkir Padma Sankir. You know, you need to have that grace of the Guru. You need to have that Shabda as well. Um, so it's, it's if you take knowledge the wrong way, it can be. Uh, it can be bad. I remember listening to Muskeen's Katha where he said, sons can be good and bad. Yes. If you have a son, he can make a country. He goes, and a son can also destroy a country. And he was talking, it was a talk about Rasputin at the time. And he was saying, you know, he was, he was uh, an intellectual saint who was divine, but he caused for the downfall of the USSR at the time, or the Soviet nation. But it's about that. It's applying the right knowledge. Uh, and all that's done is because you've you've got knowledge of something that you can get these things. And you know, is yes, you might think it's a backward step, but having the knowledge actually eradicates ignorance. Um so yeah. Let's see where are we now. Thirty two. Paisan Hardy says that Guru Arjun Devji was previously Krishna Dwarpa Krishna Pagwan Dwarpa. And promised Arjun that they would be from Kalaja. The name of Arjun and Dev does that mean a guru is in a time? Or what that Kalpur talking through Krishna has accomplished? Okay. Um, this is, uh, there's a piece of Katha by Sandhgani in the GCG which talks about this, where they state that within the next room, Christian says that I will, I will come as you and me together uh, in one form 
So your name is Arjun, my name is Krishan Dev, and we'll be called Arjun Dev instead. Um, yeah, there's a piece of Katha and it says that in there, but there's nowhere that I can find in any Granth that actually statement that is correct in any way. It's not in the Guru Kitab, it's not in the Gurbalas Pasashemi, which mentions Guru Arjun life. It's not in the Twari Gur Khalsa, it's not in the Gurpur Prakash, you know, so I don't know where that comes through. I think that's more of a, a case of understanding that the Avtars are the same because what it talks about within the Vichar Sagar is the wave coming from the ocean is the Avtars, and then at some point the wave will emerge back into the ocean uh, where the individual immerses back in, and that's what that's talking about. Paisan Hari says that Guru Arjan was previously. Well, Paisan Hari was the, uh, he was the Thayaji of Sri with according to the Guru Kitab. So I'll have to have a look again, but I've not seen that in there, uh, or I would have written that down because it would have been something to have a look at. Um, I'll get back to that individual if I need further clarification on that. 33. I find myself in places like school, trying to look good in front of girls. I shouldn't be focusing on all that stuff, but how do I not focus on that stuff? Like, how do I forget about getting girls? And unfortunately, that's your calm version, that's your, your lust. And, and everybody goes through that time in their life where their vices are more stronger within their mind because, one, their pride and ego wants them to assimilate, wants to be one of the people wants to um, basically uh, go out with individuals, wants to be successful, wants to be seen that way. Again, it's about your mindset. Um, for a lot of us, in my age, age group, it was realizing, hang on, I look very different from these individuals. Things are said to me that I don't consider to be banter. And these people aren't going to look at me anyway. I've got the start on, I've got the vodka on, I've got things like that. It's about realizing um, there's the sake that comes of Leila Majinam and it states in there there's two types of ishk. So there's two types of love. There's ishk hakiki and ishk majaji. Ishk majaji is realizing that this is impermanent love. It's false love. So when you're in love with someone or love with something in this world, it's false. But ishk hakiki, the true type of love, is the love with one permission where there is no judgment. There's that constant affection all the time. As that constant flame, like Mirabai did. And that's what you're looking to focus on. It's about, like I said, that's, that's just about your mindset. It's about where you are, how you perceive yourself, how you look at yourself. Uh, and, and it's getting out of that. And at the same time, at some point, um, if you're in that age group, at some point you're going to have to get married, you're going to have to find someone if that's the life that you want to live. Uh, you know, it's, it's about figuring out what you want to do. If you want to go more towards the poverty side, then. You need to step away. Uh, 34. What is now? Um, is it a realization obtained through Prima Bhakti? Oh, that's an interesting question. Nam is, Nam is the uh, mantra given to an individual in order to do Bhakti. Nam is the essence of Bhakti that's involved within the individual. Nam is the joining of an individual to become one with, uh, with Paramatma. Nam is the, the name given Nam is one of the essence, five essential bits of an individual to your name. 
Nāmi also known as the Gauramantar or the Shabad. Nāmi is considered the Upadesh. Uh, so Nāmi has got many, many meanings. Nāmi, what is Nāmi? Is it a realization of trying to do Prima Bhakti? Prima Bhakti is Nāmi, Nāmi Japana. Um, so that's Prima Bhakti, to do it with love and devotion. That is Nāmi. Um, but there's lots of different definitions. So I'm getting the question to talk, to talk about a lot of different things with regards to Nam. Uh, we worth listening to Katha for more of uh, Let's see what we got. 35 without receiving Kandri Palm. What does that mean? We are Guru Lesson and won't receive any Nam. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Nam can only be obtained from uh, somebody you, you've created as your Ishtaguru. So in Sikhi, now, this is where it's going to be a bit controversial. With the Adasis and things like that, with the Adasis and some Nirmala orders, uh, there's not many Nirmala orders, they take Nam from a, um, a Deitari Guru. The same as going to a Nam Dariji taking from a Deitari Guru. So they will consider that their Nam. Kandipal, uh, I'm going to you obviously get the, the Nam from Sargun and uh, Paramatma with through the Sri Grand Sabji and the Pantheon. Uh, and that's where you give your know, You need to be given Nam through through one method or another. Uh, basically what you're doing is you're getting it from somebody who's considered authenticated, who has that bhakti behind them to give you that Nam and to explain to an individual. Uh, I think it's bad if you go to Amrit Charles and it isn't explained to you on how to recite and what you should be doing and how you should be performing your Pugby or your Nam Simon. Uh, but yeah, you will be guruless. And being guruless is, uh, don't get me wrong, uh, this is where the Kandipal Ramathas cause a bit of a conflict. To become a Singh uh, of the Guru, to become part of the Khalsa, you take your Kandipal Ramath. To become a Sikh, anybody can be a Sikh of the Guru. And you can adopt Siru Granth Sahibji as your guru. You will have Nam from Siru Granth Sahibji every day by listening to the Hukamamas, by listening to the Shabbat, by listening to all these things. Um, so it's a bit of a it's a bit of a cop out. It's, I can say yes to your question. You won't receive any Nam. But at the same time, anybody who comes into the presence of the Guru, you know, and it says Jinnapalimti or Tinhi Prabhupada, anybody with love and devotion can, can do that. I think that's all your questions. Yeah, I think that is it. As a follow up to the to the last question, um, some people have said that without taking Kundi Paul Amrit, you can't get yeah. Mukti. Is that is that true? Um, so as a Sikh, as, as an individual who's born with, to the Pant, then yes. If you are sat is in, in an Inuit tribe at the top of Canada where you never hear about taking Kandipal Amrit or knowing anything about Sikhi, then do they not receive Mukti if they do good or go according to their faith or do anything? I think liberation can be found in different methods in different ways. But I think if you are in this month, then that is, that is the course that you have to take.
Hey, thank you so much, Biceps G. Um, Sazang G, thank you for coming to the talk as well. And if you go to the Text for Voice channel, you'll see um, Biceps Instagram Sikhism in snippets and also the link tree where you can um, sponsor them because they do great works with translating loads of uh, Steaks commentaries uh, about Good Barney and they translate them into English. So there's a plethora of work there. So please make sure you subscribe to Biceps and support them. And uh, Biceps G, thank you so much for coming out of your busy schedule. I know you're very, very busy. Um, and you have a family and stuff. So thank you so much for coming again. Um, we really appreciate it, Buzzer. No, thank you very much. And thank you very much for putting up with my my tones and my vocal, vocals today. Uh, I appreciate the Sangha's um, content and listen to me. If I've said anything wrong, please contact me. Please speak to me. Um, like I said, I'm not an authority or anything. I just try to give give an opinion. But thank you very much for time. Why good you got Why good you got Why good you got